Queens Plus One Talk Movies. We are your hosts. My name is Omar. This is Jamar. I'll go here, guys. All right. And for this episode, we are going to talk about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, as well as the Fast and Furious franchise that expanded out with Hobbs and Shaw. So we are going to talk about those two movies with you today. Uh, the first one is going to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So what did you guys think about Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, his, you know, his view of that was in the 60s, that whole era? Um, the cast is ridiculous. That's the first thing I noticed when watching this, when I was seeing these trailers, having Brad Pitt, DiCaprio, Margaret Robbie, like the cast is stupid good. And uh, it just grew your hopes for the movie, grew my hopes for the movie. I was I couldn't wait for this movie to come out, and then I saw it, and then I thought it was I thought it was good. I don't think it was his best, and it still didn't take any of the top spots for me. But so far this summer, it's been better than some of the things that come out. I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, I I thought it was okay. I, I, it didn't blow me away. Now the acting to me was top notch. Like I think Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't think I've seen him in anything that he's been bad in. I love Leonardo DiCaprio. He's one of my top actors, dead or alive, of all time. Oh yeah, for sure. Him and Tom Cruise for me are two of the top movie stars left. Well, I mean, I, I could debate you on that on another time. I, I do like Tom Cruise though, uh, but you know, Tom Hanks is up there for me. But Leonardo DiCaprio, he is phenomenal like he was phenomenal in this movie like phenomenal every role that he was every scene that he was in was amazing oh brad, yeah brad pitt on the other hand he surprised me he was a he was stealing some scenes and brad pitt brought it in this movie um, i think brad pitt he's been good in the last few movies he's been in and with tarantino's ability to write good dialogue for characters i think he just that's where he shines his interactions, his uh, his scenes are just... He, for me, was the best part of the movie. I'm not going to disagree because... Actually, I, I like both him and Leo. I like Brad Pitt and Leo because their dynamic was, was so good because it was like two... Well, it's like Tarantino-esque. It was two separate stories, even though they were merged and even though they are the main characters and a lot of times they're together. But I just like the fact that they didn't steal any time away from the other and they both brought their A-game and it was amazing. I can't say the same for the... I mean, the story was okay. For some reason, I just don't... Even with all that great acting, it just didn't blow me away. Uh, Margot Robbie, she, she was all right. I mean, she, she's not a bad actress. I like her as an actress. She killed it too, the acting. But other than that, yeah, it just didn't blow me away. Jamar, thoughts? Well, my thoughts were the storyline was middle of the road and eh, wasn't and you know I, I, I and then you know they had the controversy with the Bruce Lee um situation which I, I can see uh definitely uh where they're coming from um and then you know the acting of course I mean these are top-notch actors so they're not gonna they're always gonna come come with it I, I don't think I've seen a movie with any of the any of them um, we're talking about Leo and uh, Brad because Margot Robbie is uh, relatively newish to the scene. I mean, she's not new, but she's relatively newish. But um, they they always bring it. Um, but overall, I mean, this the, the hype on this movie, I feel, was overhyped. So I came in there with a high expectation, and I left with a y'all made too big of a deal over this. Y'all talking about this is Tarantino's highlight swan song type, one of the best he's ever done. I don't see it. To be honest, I, when I came the first time when I came out of it, I was the same. The more I've thought about it and I watched it again, it's for one, it's really funny. It's actually pretty funny. And I mean, when you go into the mentality, this is based off a day in the life of a guy, right? Day in the life of this actor who's trying to fight uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, who's trying to stay relevant in the world that's passing him by. 
as you see where like the little girl starts complimenting his acting and he takes it to heart or when he forgets his lines he starts crying in his uh trailer like this is we're just watching days in his life which at first is kind of like well there's no story there right there's no plot it's just he goes day to day it's almost seinfeldish you know but when i saw it again i really enjoyed it i was like it's funny these two guys just sit there and talk about the movie they're watching or the TV show they're watching, kind of what we're doing. And it's just, it's a scene where they're talking to each other, riffing on the movie. And I was like, like I was sitting there enjoying a lot of the scenes, a lot of the movie. And um, not to say for the last 20 minutes, which was ridiculous. Well, it was, it's basically two of them, Brad Pitt's character, as well as Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio's character. <laughs> it's really a story about both of them. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, Rick Dalton, you get his story as the, as the actor who's, who was on a popular TV show Western, and he was the hero and decided to go into the movies, who ends up just becoming just a bad guy. And that's who he is. He's always going to be the bad guy in the movies. So we, he has that going for him and fighting against that because he feels like he's better than that. Uh, he feels like he destroyed a TV show that was at the top. And now this is where he's at. And it, he's getting older, like you said. And, you know, the, the movie world and TV world is, as you can say, drying up a bit. Well, and, it's passing, yeah, it's passing him by. Yeah. It's moving on to newer actors. I can't say oh, passing him by. It's more like also, uh, also you have Brad Pitt. His character's name is Cliff Booth, who was the stuntman. And he has an interesting story because he killed his wife and got away with it. That's like his thing that everybody in Hollywood knows him as, the stuntman that killed his wife but got away with it. See, I wish I wish you would have elaborated more on that side of the story. Too. I totally agree with you because I wanted to see more about that. But they kind of just said it and we just had to kind of like go with yeah, it. Yeah, we just accepted it. I wish we would have gone more into his story, a little more into what happened with him because <laughs> cliff was a fantastic character like his scene with bruce lee when he throws bruce lee into the car like that's his superhero that's tarantino's superhero that's the one character he picked to be this guy like when he goes to the ranch pop, drop off that uh manson follower to the cult and um he faces off with the guy who slashed his tire and he just he asked him nicely fix the tire the guy said no he laughed at him and then what did Cliff do? Punched him so hard he flew off the floor. Like they repeatedly punched him until he fixed the tire. And that was my that was one of my favorite scenes. And he's bleeding on a car. Can I at least wipe my face? No, fix my tire. And it's like, dang. That's what that's where like that's where he excels. That's where Tarantino excels with those type of characters. And um I wish you would have seen more. And this whole Bruce Lee thing, honestly, I'm not it's one of those, like, he wrote his character the way he wanted to write his character, right? It's a movie. It's a fictional movie in the fictional timeline. I don't understand why the big commotion is with Bruce Lee. It's, he didn't portray him in the worst light. It's just he got his ass kicked. I'm sure people did kick Bruce Lee's ass at some point. not what it was about, honestly. So the Bruce Lee controversy, which I get, is Bruce Lee's main thing was he didn't want to be typecast. He was trying to break that stigmatization of the regular Chinese guy and Quentin Tarantino played Bruce Lee as that regular stand in the mill Chinese actor. That That's what he made him as. And I get it. Now the best thing what Quentin Tarantino could have did was not say a thing. It's a movie. It's fictional. That's Whatever. What he could have just said nothing. But when Tarantino talked, uh, then he opened a can of worms and made it, even more of a controversy, but I'm not going to touch on that because that's not what we're here for. Now, the movie itself, yeah, um, I did want to get more in depth with Brad Pitt's character because he, well, his character has layers. He was a he's a he's a war hero. He's a vet. He's a killer. He, you know, I'm not going to say you know he killed you know he allegedly killed his wife or killed his wife nobody really knows no he killed his wife that's that's the story well that's the story i agree with jamar we that's don't story. actually we don't know 
They didn't. Well, she's they, dead, and well, he got away with it. And that's all we know. Well, do we know she's dead? Do we, what do we know from his character aside from the rumors that swirl around? Like, there's. Well, I don't think there was a body too. There was. I think it was out to sea. I, I don't know. I don't know. But that they, they left. They they played one little scene, and that was it. Like we never, we never really know what happened. We know Cliff is capable of it for sure. Yeah. In the last twenty minutes, which I want to talk about in a minute, but we don't know whether he did it or not. That's one. That's one of the things I like. It's just we never know. We don't know. I want to know more, but I also don't want to know too much. You get me? Like I like the little mystery around Cliff's character. It's uh, like I was saying. You know, the movie in itself. You know, I can see him multiple times. I'll still say the same thing. The acting top-notch storyline yeah i mean most of i mean from almost pretty much almost all the quentin tarantinos they have a comedy feel to it you have uh dicaprio's character he wound up being typecast as a villain and you know you have that uh who, who, who was it what was that al pacino mm-hmm. oh, that was al pacino letting them know hey you know you typecast, you know, well, I get you over to Italy, you know, get you back in these Westerns, get that money, um, you know, and for the most part, this was like the life and a day of an actual type of Hollywood type star. Yeah, we're just we're on the top and then you're, you know, hey, just like anything, like anything, it's always what's the newest and youngest new thing out there coming on. And, you know, that what was happening. Who was his neighbor? Irony. Who was his neighbor? Uh, that lived next to him. The the new Roman Polanski and uh, Margaret. Yeah, what, what what's the story on Polanski? What do you mean? Like? He's talking about his story now you, with the. Well, yeah. What do you mean? Because he doesn't really have a part in the movie. It's more like no, he didn't. He, uh, you know, it was because this was fictionally based loosely on a true story where. Things were reversed. Well, it's not loosely based. It's complete fiction of cre- recreation of what happened at the end of the. At the uh, I, I, I said it's loosely based. The characters are supposed to be, you know, real enough, but it's it's loosely based on something that happened. But then it turns into a whole. There's that it, it reversed it. Whoa! And the Leonardo DiCaprio's character and Brad Pitt's character are totally fictional. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. a whole fictional line, and I think um. Tarantino does this a lot too. He likes to change history, and if you like, like the other movies, Glorious Bastards, Django Unchained, he changes history and gives it a happy, you know, ending. And um, he did the same thing here, which was those last twenty minutes of that movie. They're up there with some of his best, like that fighting at the end when they break into. That so was classic Tarantino in his blood. And yeah. it was hilarious because you had Brad Pitt's character on acid. Or was it LCD, LSD? What was it? Well, same thing. Yeah. It's just like the fact that, um, yeah, it's like that all set up where the story, the real life Sharon Tate murders, you know, was this, was this movie changes around. And it's great that, I mean, that's the one thing I dislike about this movie is Margot Robbie is really not used. The whole Sharon Tate character, it's just there to throw you off. That's all it's there for. If you know who Sharon Tate is and if you know her history, you are like, you're expecting what's going to happen, right? With the Manson family stalking her and when they decide, finally decide to kill her or whatever. It's like, it's, she's literally just there as a red herring. She's just there so you can be like, oh yeah, they're going to kill Sharon Tate, blah, blah, blah. And then um, that's what I didn't like, because she really could have not been in the movie and just been mentioned. Oh, well, I live next to Sharon Tate. And it would have been the same effect. The same exact effect. There was no need for her to be in the movie. It would have been the same exact effect if she just mentioned, oh, I live next to door to her. Or she just pops up at the end like, oh, what happened? Well, but, you know, there was a big thing about it, because they talked about uh, Margot Robbie's... Well, I think she had like 12 lines or something. I can't remember. It was it's some short, like, amount of lines. She barely said anything. Uh, sadly, I, I, I really don't like her being typecast as, you know, in this particular one as, you know, the pretty face. Yeah, she's attractive, but she can act. She can act. She's a great actress. She oh, she's a great actress. Yeah. You know, it's just the part with the roles, but I get it. The story wasn't meant really yeah. rolled around them. It, it wasn't around, 
Leo and Brad Pitt and, you know, their thing. Exactly. But those last 20 minutes, man, when Rick Dalton comes out with his uh, blender full of margarita at midnight, screaming at them in the car to get this piece of crap off the street. It's a private road. (laughs) He's just going off on them. It it was kind of funny because he came out, you know, self-entitled. I pay oh, yeah. this and this and get this piece of crap off my street. As well, I totally got it. I mean, it was backfiring. Yeah, yeah like, I get it. Like, this shit's man. Yeah. Like, you, I get it. You paying all this money for this private road. Why are you on this road making all this racket? But the... Yeah, the no, I, I completely minutes? get it. Gosh. Was it the last 20 minutes? Either way, mm-hmm. that, that scene where they had that... The one Tarantino-esque bloodbath. If you've ever seen a Tarantino movie, then you know that this was, like, completely over the top. Always. Uh, Bloodbath scene. But it was was very funny. It was Um, glorious. Watching. I love. uh, Brad Pitt's Cliff Booth, he he definitely was your hero, swashbagler guy. Buckler, jack of all all trades. Yeah, but he, he was also the comic relief to me. Because all of his son, uh, most of his were really funny. He was like the cool guy, Leonardo DiCaprio. His scenes were hilarious too. He was more like the because he took it serious. That's why DiCaprio played his role serious. Everything that was happening to him, you, it was funnier with the deadpan acting because he was, he knew he was taking his part super serious, which is just funny and retarded dialogue. While Cliff, when he was doing, he knew his a little more. Meta, more like he knew the material he's working with type of thing. Well, yeah, he knows he's not an actor. I'm a stunt double. I'm a stunt double. I uh, do the doubles and everything. This is what this I do. Is, it was great because you're a chauffeur because, you know, you, you can't, can't drive, drive because, because you're, you're an alcoholic. alcoholic. It's just it's just the way they portrayed the two roles and the way they played them out with DiCaprio playing it super serious. Like, it comes out funny based on the fact that it's super serious. And, you know, Brad Pitt kind of took a little more lax on his. Yeah. Kind of knowing what the material was, and it was funny. Like, and then together, it, I'm telling you, that was a perfect pairing. And that 20 minutes of, you know, with a callback to the flamethrower. If you remember, he talked about the only stunt he's ever done himself was shooting the flamethrower. Yeah, and he still had it. <laughs> he said that so, uh, the, uh, one of the um, the Manson chicks on fire, followers on fire. That was hilarious. And then uh, when she went, he threw the can of dog food at the other one, and Cliff threw the can of dog food at the other one running at him. That had me laughing. <laughs> when, uh, he bashed her head into every side of the house, it seemed like. Yeah. Because she stabbed him in the head. <laughs> of course, there was a goo gobs amount of blood for no reason. <laughs> there was a reason for it. The dog, he had a. The, he best, had part a, is, cool. the best part to me was that throughout this whole scenario and this whole fiasco <laughs> nobody heard anything his wife was sleep in the bed leonardo oh. DiCaprio, rick dalton's wife was sleep in the bed didn't wake up because she well she did wake up she got dragged out of the apartment she got dragged out of the room oh yeah she did yeah she got dragged out of the room and then they, you know what i totally forget about her because she's so forgettable well, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's meant to be that way. She's really only in there for the last... Yeah, she got dragged out of the room, and... Uh, I felt like she wasn't there. Well, the, neighbors, the end was even funny. You were like, hey, is everything... All, uh, the next-door neighbors with Margot Robbie's character? Yeah, that's what it's something leading up to. You yeah. find out that... They, they Sharon, come out, uh, Sharon Tate comes out. It's like, hey, is everything okay? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, everything's okay. We just killed these people and everything. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wait. Are you Rick Dalton from so-and-so? Yeah. Hey, did you guys want to come next door and have a drink? Come, what? <laughs> and if you remember, that's that what was he, hilarious. That was like one of the, it was just funny. He had been wanting to meet her for the longest. Yeah. And, um, you know, that kind of finally opened the door for them. And it's and when she comes out at the end and you kind of realize, oh, they shifted it around. So now they attacked Cliff and Dalton, which probably was the biggest mistake they made, as opposed to sticking to the main story of killing Sharon Tate. It was just fun. It's a fun, um, and it kind of, like, knowing the history, it's it's terrible what happened. But this is kind of like a a way to just uh, not honor them, I want to say, but it just gives it a, a happier ending to an alternate timeline, which is cool, which is what he does. He does that in all his movies. And I enjoyed it. Overall, 
I think this movie had good acting, great acting. Great acting. Um, great dialogue, direction was great, editing, the cinematography, the shots. I, I, there's the only, you know, I told you, the only thing I had my, my disappointments on were like, Margot Robbie, you have her there for, for nothing, really. And yeah, at first it's jarring to not have an actual storyline, but I, I honestly, I honestly say on rewatching it, I enjoyed, I think everything about the movie. I enjoyed the connecting scenes. I enjoyed just watching Rick Dalton live his life and um, going through what he's going through and seeing what he's doing and trying to stay active. I honestly, if I were to rate this one, it's, it's not my top Tarantino movie, but honestly, DiCaprio and Brad Pitt have a great chemistry together. Oh, and great. just them talking is fun. Just them interact, sitting there, drinking a beer, talking about, you know, his role in whatever movie they're watching is fun. So I would give it an 8 out of 10. That's, that's not bad. I mean, I give it like a 7, but that's just because it just didn't wow me. It's definitely not one of his, his movies. No, it's not, but... To me, is the best. Um, it's not Django. It's not um, Inglorious Bastards for me. You know, it's not... Inglorious Bastards? No, what? No, it's not... Um, gosh, Pulp Fiction. It's not... Oh, man, what was his first movie? Uh, was it... Uh, no, his first right. movie was... It's Jackie Brown. No! Uh, was, oh, my what? gosh, man. No. no, that was not his first movie. Not his first. Jackie Brown? Yeah, because he did Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction. Reservoir Dogs. Dogs his That's first his first movie. Reservoir Dogs? I don't think that was his first Harvey, movie. That is uh, his first Cartel, movie. Are you serious? You know. that, came out, that came out right before uh, Pulp Fiction. Reservoir Dogs is the first one. You really thought Jackie Brown was his first movie? Yeah, oh, that's the first one I thought of. Brown was not a really good movie. It wasn't. I actually haven't seen it. I just... Uh, wow. I you remember... You haven't even seen it? <laughs> Oh, uh, his first movie was actually my best friend's birthday. No, I'm sorry, his first good one, okay? Not that bad. That's, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pulp Fiction was his first movie. No, Reservoir, Reservoir Dogs. Dogs. Res- Reservoir Dogs came out before Pulp Fiction. And then Hey for Eight. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, but for me, it's still Inglorious Bastards. Really? Yeah, I loved Inglorious Bastards. Oh, I, I mean, Inglorious Bastards was really good. It was. Well, most of his movies are super long, but yeah, I mean they're all long. Yeah, overall, I I give the movie about a seven. Is it, it was it wasn't bad. I like I said, I thought the acting was amazing. Just some, just some plot holes that I thought that could have been further explained. I I actually did. I got with the whole flack about the whole Bruce Lee thing was. I I got it. I was like, uh, but at the same time, I was like, eh, whatever. This is Tarantino, and you know what? Tarantino kind of irks me in other movies as well with some things where I'm like, you know what, man? You feel, you write this a lot in your movies, and you feel very comfortable saying this, yeah. But for the most part, I do like Tarantino movies. Uh, Kill Bill, I love Kill Bill, although you have to watch Kill Bill too to appreciate any of the Kill Bills. Well, yeah, Kill Bill is one movie. You have to watch one and two together in order to That's what to I'm saying. You, got, you have to watch both of them to appreciate it. Otherwise, it's just like, eh. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think Death Proof is probably his worst movie, to be honest. Yeah, that was not good. Um, good. Jamar, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm gonna give that a just a solid seven. Might even, yeah, seven based on the act and the story was I. I mean, literally I. I mean. All right, we got two sevens and an eight. What you guys? You guys agree on the exact same score and editing? That's crazy. I know. It's rare, but it happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's very what about, rare. Uh, so now we're going to go over to the fun one, Fast and Furious, since Hobbs and Shaw. So they, they finally expanded out and branched out with two of the stars, probably two of the Two of the best stars. ones to do it. Well, bigger stars and probably the two best characters to expand out. Yeah, especially Uh-oh. when they revitalize and re revamped and breathe, breathe, breath, breathe, breathe new air, new life in well, series. Honestly, and these two characters are the only ones really technically that you can make an action movie with because what is in their background. Yeah, I mean you can do the same with the, they were what teasing for a long time to do that uh with the, what's his face, Ludacris and uh, Tyree, which honestly would have been terrible. That oh, would have been, been horrible. horrible. 
Those not two characters, action stars. No, they couldn't do the action star. I mean, goofy stuff, sure. Action star, nah. They, that movie would have been that. Those characters, you just can't spin off anybody else because they're not really characters that are developed in that way. They're almost all one note type characters. And Hobbs and Shaw are the only two. Shaw being one of the more interesting characters in that universe. Uh, what's his face's character? Um, Hobbs? And then Hobbs. Or Jason Statham? Jason Statham. Statham is Shaw. Dwayne Johnson is Hobbs. Yeah, well, I know who they are. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, the, one of the main reasons why you can even do that is because of the actual people playing the characters is because they have, they have star power. You know the one thing I do appreciate about Hobbs and Shaw? Uh, is the fact that they actually do have great chemistry together. The the banter back and forth is amazing. The story that is weak. Story's weak. Look, this weak. is not keep it it's weak. The, but I'm uh, before we dive into the movie, I'm going to say the one thing that irks me the most, and it was brought to my attention by Aldo uh, earlier this week about how they're written in contracts. Which is uh, then I said, mm-hmm. okay, I, I guess that makes sense, but. You see Hobbs and you see Shaw, Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham's character. And I'm watching this movie and I'm like, how did Dom Toretto, Toretto. whatever, man, I don't really Ben Diesel's character. Dom Toretto, I, was, I, I, I hate that whole thing, but how, yeah. I'm like, how did he beat them? Like, I, I, I just don't see it. Like, I'm, I'm like, well, even in this petty car thief. Okay. He started off with car thief. Now well, he can beat up. Arguably, Dwayne Johnson's Hobbs, the greatest tracker in the world. Like, if he wants you, he's going to get you. Well, it's like they forget about that part. Huh? It's like they forget about that part. Yeah. But if you... Wait, wait, hold on. Let me finish. Hobbs, you cannot hide from him. Like, literally, you cannot hide from him. If he wants to find you, he's going to get you. No matter where you're at. Where where are you going with the hiding? We're talking about beating up. No, no, I understand. You're, you're, I understand what you're doing. Go ahead. It goes into it. I mean, if he's the greatest tracker and, and dead or alive, he's going to get you dead or alive. That's, 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 what he, that's his thing. And then you got Jason Statham, Shaw, who's like a freaking spy prodigy. Yeah, he's like MI6. Like he's yeah. like James Bond on crack or cocaine or whatever. He's just on steroids out the drugs but he's like that's what he is he's just he's like a super spy shaw is a super spy he blends in well he can fight he can great with computers dresses amazing he does very well dressed man you know that amazing cars i love his cars i guess that's oh. the thing that they got with fast and furious he's... you gotta have a car in there at least at oh, some wait. point he's Someone has to... amazing cars not one of his cars is a muscle car they are all Flashy and sexy. Mm-hmm. Mercedes, Ferraris, Ashton Martins. Oh, yeah. That's uh, all of his cars. Well, he drives no, nothing. In this past one, he, he, McLaren. He drove the McLaren okay. in this Excuse one. Excuse me. McLaren's yeah. too. It, it, if, you, if you're thinking six-figure, Shaw, Shaw is driving. But, but that, And that's the thing that bothered me. It's like I'm looking at these two, and when they're, not, when they're away from Dom Toretto, they you get to see what they can do and it's just like i don't see how this guy beat them but you see well first of all hobbs we've seen him bench press a solid concrete you you forgot the fact he took it off the wall he he curled he didn't bench press he curled forgot he ripped it out let me finish he he curled a solid concrete bench that he ripped out the wall concrete solid curled ripped out the wall Dom Toretto. I, I don't. I it. don't see it. I don't. I don't. <laughs> but the thing is, what I told what I told Omar earlier this week was um. Oh yeah, I forgot to get back to it. Oh yeah, and you yeah, told me earlier was the was the contract that, uh, Vin Diesel, The Rock, and Statham have a contract set where they can't look bad in movies, fighting wise. So when you look at their movies, they're each getting their asses handed to each other, but none of them are ever really hurt by it. They always get back up. They're always ready. And then Ben Diesel had a thing where he was trying to track how many punches and give values to it so that it would all be even. And it's one of those, how big is your ego or how, you know, how fragile is your ego that you can't even look bad in a movie? I criticize wrestlers for that. 
And it's the same concept. It's a fake thing happening. It's a movie. No one's going to believe because you get your ass kicked in the movie that you're a weak person in real life. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to look at The Rock because he, he, he got his ass kicked by a superhero and then be like, oh, The Rock is nothing. He's a weakling. He's nothing. I mean, look at the man. The man's made of rock, literally, pun intended. And um, it's just, it's one of those Hollywood things where you're like, dude, these three guys have contracts so they don't look bad in a fight. And when you watch this movie and you really think back through it, these guys fight hordes of people. They drive their cars off cliffs, up this, up that. They fight a man who's basically a robot. And they, are they ever really hurt in this movie? No. No. As a matter of fact, when they when when uh, Hobbs first meets uh, Idris Elba's character, he punched him through a de- he punched him through the car. Mm-hmm. And, and he got he up. Got up. Goku style. <laughs> he went through a wall and he got up like nothing like, happened. How, sir? How? I get it. It's Hollywood, but you know, it's Hollywood. I I get that, but I mean, dang, bruh. At least get a little slow down. That's not what they do. And that, that that's the only frustrating part. Other than that, I thought the, the banter was amazing. The, oh, the special guys. characters with Ryan Reynolds and Kevin Hart, they were both hilarious. Oh, Ryan, I, Reynolds, I enjoyed Ryan Reynolds popping up was hilarious. And uh, then, even even uh, his sister, Vanessa Kirby, who was playing Hattie. Yeah. Played, uh, mm-hmm. Idris Elba. I mean, honestly, even though I don't think he gets... I know he gets a ton of credit, but when it comes to movies, I feel like they don't give him enough roles because I think Idris Elba is an amazing That's, actor. Oh, he, yeah. He does whether he's bad, good, comedy, drama, drama, romance. I just love Idris Elba, and I just think he's one of the most well-rounded actors out there. Another one of my... Uh, and he's a DJ. Yeah, exactly. And he's a DJ. And he's another one of my favorite... Uh, actors that are alive, Idris Elba. He he played Brixton, which AKA I'm the bad guy, but he 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 played it to the T. I mean, everything about Idris Elba. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. He does. He he can. He, and, and the cool thing about him is he can actually steal a scene. Like he will yeah. steal scenes. You know, one of the things. Not I, in this I, movie, like, but um, yeah, he can. One of the things I didn't like was, and, and this is and this plays in even when I talked about in the Marvel Universe with Thanos. Uh, they they kept playing around with his strength. Like, all right, he's strong. He he's dang. He's he he's pretty much like a robot. Oh, he dang, he, robot. I don't know how I don't know how much of his body was robot. <laughs> dang near almost hundred percent. But they but they're playing around with his strength. Like I'm like when we first introduced him, he's strong as heck. And then at the you know the end. Uh, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen it, well, that's your fault. It's been out for at least three weeks now almost a month but it was like oh you got to work together to beat him this dude got shot at with a bullet he would yeah mm-hmm. he's not bulletproof but well i guess in a sense yeah he is bulletproof because he's he a robot i mean he says it in the trailer i'm bulletproof, yeah. bulletproof. But, uh, and you look. telling me dwayne johnson got clear cold cocked in the draw, it should have took his draw. I'm just saying, he was playing around with the strings. I'm saying, every time he got, he got caught a few times, a few times. What? And then you telling me Jason Statham's slowing him down, messing around with his circuit, a circuit board, his motherboard. Come on, it's not even playing around. See, the thing is, they had to put the the one thing that Fast and Furious is known for: family, family. I was mad they put that in there. They weren't can't have a Fast and Furious without family. They weren't playing around with the strength. What happened was whenever you put him in the same scenes as Hobbs and Shaw, you had to. You can't have him beat Hobbs and Shaw. Like I told I you. The contract wise. That's, that's why I was. But still, in a sense, they are playing with his strength. But look, let me put this out there before we continue. I thought there's two. I have two minds in this movie. I have two minds for this movie. This is not a good movie. If you really, if you really go into, if we were to dissect this movie, we can destroy this movie none the storyline is weak. are destroying it the dialogue is weak like the whole scene with family is terrible they fight with sticks and you know when they're taking all of a sudden they own a body shot and first of all on. the story is stupid the story it, is uh oh let me explain the story first they oh, are that. trying to uh s- grab a, a virus it's a virus mm-hmm. right 
It's a virus, yeah. A virus that destroys your body from the inside out, like melts it in. It becomes this. Oh, yes. And, uh, but. Oh, excuse me, that his sister stole, but they, you know, they control everything. Yeah. But. It's so stupid. The second mind, the second part of this is what this movie, as terrible as it, you know, technically is. Well, I mean, the shots are nice. The shots look good. But. It's great shots. I love this movie. And it's mostly because it's just stupid fun. And it's like, you can tear this movie apart. It's technically not a good movie. But if you go in there with a fun mentality, the, the dialogue, the banter between these two is it's hilarious. There's legitimate scenes where I was laughing. And um, it's, it's almost throwbacks. It's like a throwback to one of those classic just action movies that's all it is and you just kind of have to accept it for that and when you go in there with that kind of mentality you really actually do enjoy it and i i loved it i loved all the stupid explosions a rock holding a, a helicopter down with a chain so i i i did enjoy that I, I i do enjoy i did enjoy this better than any of the fast and furious except for fast five when it was first introduced because well, six isn't bad either yeah, it wasn't but i was just saying fast five is the one that just like bow Fast Five is what revived the series, yeah. I, mean, I was all in for it. But the, the one thing that I did enjoy about Hobbs and Shaw was you actually got to see them, even though it's in their contracts, but it, at the same time, it still felt like you got to see them with no, no restrictions, no holes barred. You got to actually see what they can really do. Mm-hmm. That was the only thing that frustrated me because when you see it, you're like, I just don't see how Don Toretto could beat them. I, I just don't see. I, I mean, Shaw's sister can beat the whole Dom Toretto crew. Like, she's another one. Another yeah. super spy. MI6, like, top of the line. Like, no. But she- you're forgetting, sir. Sir, you're forgetting the fact that the family of the Fat Five. No, no. You're forgetting that these are street racers who steal off of trucks. I know. It might be MI6, Green Beret, Secret Service, whatever. But these guys, these guys... They steal from trailers. You're right. Okay. Big like, rigs. They got their Chevys and their, their uh, Fords and you're, for, you're, you're forgetting that part. Muscle, I forgot. I forgot about that. You forget yourself. All right. Understand. I, I apologize. I apologize. Ben Diesel is he is the top, the mayor, the boss, El Jefe. There's no stopping him when he says family. You're right. No he, stopping him when he says family. He does that Goku power up when there's family around. Give me a you forget that, sir. Understand. Understand yourself. All in in his uh, white tank top. Oh, man. White t-shirt. He's always wearing a white t-shirt or a white tank top. All the time. (laughs) Growling firmly. But I get you. In their their universe, there's no way. This movie even emphasizes the fact that there's no way that Hobbs and Shaw would ever lose to any of those street dogs from Fast and Furious. it's, It's one of those maddening. Like These guys took down how many people? But you can't take down a bunch of low-level thugs in the fast area. I sat back and I was like, I wonder how uh, Dom Toretto would have took down Brixton. But you know what? It's something would have happened, and he would have just. He would have punched him through, through the heart. He would have punched. He, he would have picked up a wrench. He did it by himself. He wouldn't. He would. I don't need help. He would have set up a plan and be like, <laughs> "That's all he has to say is family." Somehow, Ludacris's character. I don't remember the rest of these guys' names. Somehow, I don't know their character would have figured out that he's a computer. They would have hacked the system. system. I was like. They got the new chick. The uh, that that's a greater hacker than him. The other hacker that they needed two hackers for some reason. I don't know who John Cena's character is just yet, but he's gonna do. Something. I'm sure he's gonna be some kind of cop. He has to be. He's gonna be some type of Green Beret, whatever. Exactly to replace I the wrong. Right. I just hope that they put comedy in it because he's got great comedy presence. Oh, the oh, yeah. amazing. Oh, he's Cena has great so serious because it will drive me nuts because he's horrible when he's serious first of all what i like about john cena is he likes to make fun of himself he does. he's got love super comedic timing oh yeah he's 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 a funny man and his his comic timing is ridiculous his comic act he, like him and the comedy is just he works so well but, but uh we need to round back up on it as hobbs and shaw i mean i i'm gonna be honest you know uh i saw the previews i always say oh this movie's not gonna be good well, our first, podcast, our first podcast was based off the trailer for Hobbs yeah. and Shaw. 
And, and I see the movie. It was not good, but it was fun. And, I, and I, I'm going to be honest. What made it even better was Ryan Reynolds and Kevin Hart. Every time, their little two to three scenes were hilarious. Oh, they killed it. They Guilty. stole everything. I mean, you could just go to a movie just for that back and forth. Just watching Reynolds act like he's her, The Rock's best friend was just hilarious. They have the same tattoo. He's talking to his daughter. The whole the whole thing of him talking to the daughter on the phone and giving her all the gross details of what's happening. Thinking it's that it's him because, they, you know, <laughs> they sound so much alike. Mind you, his daughter, it, first of all, it's a daughter. And she's like eight? Well, or eight or 12 or something. I don't know. She's young. She's little. And it's still a girl. A little girl. It's just funny. And um, <laughs> Kevin Hart was hilarious. We're three alphas in this plane. Three alphas. I was like, all right. And doing voice thing, they were like, why are you talking like that? Stop talking like that. <laughs> he made his voice. I mean, <laughs> My normal just, voice. It was it, it was really good. Um, I, I enjoyed all of that. I, I do think, obviously, it's a Fast and Furious. So if you're going in there thinking that it's going to be a great story, that is you kidding yourself. And I don't know. <laughs> and, then, and then if you really do like and think that Fast and Furious makes great stories, I don't trust any of your movie talk. Uh, I don't trust anything that you watch or see. So I know that's the same thing, but whatever. But I definitely don't trust you. There's but, a, I mean, the story is horrible. It, it, I mean, like it's lame. It's lame at best. You know what I had a question about? Because, you know, um, I, I watch, we, you know, we watch wrestling. Some of our uh, listeners may not watch wrestling, but he had his cousin in there. Oh, you know, Roman Reigns. That's that's his wrestling character's name. Now, you know, the funny thing is, you know, they bigged him up. You know, he's going to have his film debut. And, and when I see it, he, I, didn't, I, I don't recall him ever uttering a word. Yeah, has, oh, he doesn't have any. I know. No, I, no, no. I, I, I even asked. I was like, hey, did he talk? Because did I miss it? Because, no. Here's the funny thing is, he is terrible talking on in wrestling. I was like, wow, y'all don't even trust him with a few lines in a movie where you can retake the stuff. It's just not live. He could do retakes. Y'all don't trust him that much with a line? Well, wow. To, to be fair, what I didn't think about it. I thought of it that way. I thought of it that way. I said, wow, and I laughed. I said, you are terrible at it. You can't even, they, they can't even trust you with some fake lines in a movie where you can do retakes and they can walk you through it. Where well, they have you barely talking in real life on live. And the story goes that The Rock didn't know that Roman Reigns was auditioning for the role. So he auditioned for the role and got it, which I'm assuming was Samoan member number seven. You know, like, <laughs> family member. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, like, how do you audition in? Not get it. Oh, you know, you're big. Oh, yeah, you got some tattoos. Yeah, I like so, the look. Nice hair. Yeah, Samoan. You, I mean, you're pretty much in big Samoan yeah. guy. But he got it, you. <laughs> the, the Rock didn't know. It's one of those like when they met up, you're like, oh, you're in the movie too. So it's kind of those like I thought The Rock had helped his, bro- his cousin get in, but it's more like he auditioned and got it, and then oh, but like I said, it's one of those like Roman Reigns doesn't have a movie history. <laughs> So, yeah, I wouldn't give him a predominant role in the movie. Um, but, yeah, as Samoa number seven, he was perfect. No, no, I, I, I was expecting at least uh, something. I, I, did like the, uh, I did like when they did the whole Samoan thing, when he was like, we got guns and plenty of guns, and they opened it, and he was like, <laughs> that, oh, where's the guns? <laughs> like I said, this movie has legitimately funny parts to it. There's parts of this movie that are just hilarious and intentional or unintentional. And I, I had a lot of fun. My wife and I had a lot of fun watching this movie. I had a quick question. I did notice it, didn't understand it. Maybe I was thinking too much into it. Uh, you know when they were in Samoa and he took his shirt off? I was trying to figure out why he put his shirt back on when he got on the truck. I was like, I, what? I didn't get it. Oh, you saw the one when they did the Haka dance. The Haka chant. Uh, yeah, he had his shirt off. They he did, was fighting uh, with his shirt off. Well, and then when he gets on the back of the truck, he puts his shirt back on. I was I, like, no, no, he puts his shirt back on, takes it, takes the thing, takes the uh thing on around his waist off, and he has pants. What? No, no, he always oh. had pants. No, he always had pants. Yes, we don't really notice that though. But when he takes everything off and puts the shirt back on, I was like, bro, why? I didn't understand the whole putting the shirt back on. Don't get me wrong, I, whatever. But I was just thinking to myself like, you just fought this whole thing with shirt off. You get on the back of the truck, but I was like, is there a significance well, going in the shirt? Well, back first of all, where did you get your shirt from? Yeah, seriously. 
You guys know it. Was you, guys, you know you guys can't drive shirtless, right? It's a law. You guys gotta drive. Is it? No, it's not. <laughs> I'm, just no, I'm just saying, like, dude, I didn't get it. Like, I was like, you have to drive with a shirt on. It's just, I was like, you, know, you guys did all of this fighting. You, you. And then I was thinking to myself, I was like, does some of his brothers and cousins die because Brixton was out there just like, yeah, boom, boom. Uh, I mean, it's the power of family. But I mean, a lot of people should have died, considering the fact that these guys had guns to them. No, 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 no. That was the cool part. They did. They did have a hacker. I guess you always have to have yeah, a hacker. Yeah, turned out to, yeah, that's right. to be his brother, who was a hacker. So no, no, no. It was the sister. Uh, that oh, the sister. No, the no. Sister you know what? The sister doesn't count because, like the I brother, said, she's a, she's a super it. MI6 super spy who can beat everybody. Well, here's in the thing. Crew. Here's the thing. They had what? What was it? A five-minute window. No, I think it was 15 minutes or something. It's like 15. I don't remember. No, it would have been like five minutes. I think five it was like five minutes. minutes. No, no, it wasn't five, five minutes. It was like 15 minutes. Whoa, whoa. It was 15 minutes. Actual movie time. It was five minutes. Yeah, no, it was. It was like 30 minutes movie time. Or it was 10 like 15 minutes. minutes or whatever. That they that they would be able to shut it down. It wasn't five minutes. It was longer than that. I think it was five. No. I think it was five. I think it was five, sir. I, I think the whole thing took to like 15. I'm not going to lie to you. It really doesn't matter. It wasn't that important. I mean, the yeah. cool part was that it, they got to have special gloves to shoot the guns. That was kind of cool. But other than that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but like we were like we've been saying, look, if you go into this movie hoping for a classic or hoping for this diehard-esque type movie or, you know, even Rush Hour type movie, you're you in for... Severely disappointing. But if, if you go into this movie and you're just willing to accept what's happening, you'll have a lot of fun because it's See? legitimate... To me, it's like when I went in to go see John Wick, which actually just so happened to just be amazing, just from top to bottom. I wasn't expecting okay. that at all. But if you go into a movie like that, you know, I'm I'm expecting action. I'm expecting this. I'm get that. Then you're gonna get your boxes checked. The boxes will yeah. be checked. You will get your for a story. That box will never be checked. <laughs> it's just well, this is just how if you're expecting for a good story. That's the difference. There's a story, oh. however thin it is. Yeah, oh no, we're not even talking thin. We're talking about this is like this is bare minimum. This is like yeah, this <laughs> if you can even count it as a story. Oh, but, it's a story, but it's a it's a it, it's a story held on by duct tape. Yeah, I mean for the most part, it's just uh, Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham ripping on each other, which is hilarious. They're it's so they, good because they have such good chemistry. So that yeah, that actually yeah. is amazing. And they, they get some good riffs in too. They get some good ones in there. They have, they have me rolling. You, and, uh, you need that. I just thought about it. You really do need that comedy, comedic presence because in this, when Fast and the Furious, what is this going to be, number nine that comes out? Mm-hmm. When that comes out, that, that's why I said you do need, like, Tyrese and hopefully... Well, see, I, mean, I don't no, no, find I'm saying, Tyrese funny. I don't find him funny. I find him but annoying. He's, he's supposed to be funny. And, he does uh, some funny things, and then it could get annoying. But that's why I'm thinking, like, you have to have comedic timing or write some comedy for John Cena, however you want to use them, because Vin Diesel was not funny at all. Like, well, he's not supposed to be, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, even when he tries to be funny, he's been in some... Yeah, The Pacifier. You watch The Pacifier? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, he's just not funny. I think the funniest but, thing he ever did was when he had that instructional video, How to Break Dance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was trying to be funny. No, though. he wasn't though, but That's it was funny. <laughs> but back to Hassan Shah real quick. Um, like I said, we've had her. The only the only real problem I ever I really have with this movie, aside from everything we talked about, is the um, is the way they take down Brixton. I just I understand it has to he has to be defeated, but I mean he's really just defeated by two guys because they said we have to work together. And I understand the Rock is a big guy, but this guy's made of metal. You know, like... I, that's Not even regular metal, sir. And it's just like... Okay, I get it. I understand. He has to be defeated at some point. But it's just... Even I was like... For this whole movie, I, I just kind of took myself off of it. Even in this ending, I'm like, there's no way these two people by themselves take him out regardless. You, you see what I meant? They, they messed around with his strength. I was like, come on! You know how good Idris Elba is? Even when he died, he did it cool. And it was oh, a yeah. 
<laughs> Idris Elba is great, and you throw him in any movie, and he just makes the movie better by being in it. And um, like I said, overall, this movie, if you go in there expecting Tarantino or, or you know, Scorsese or whichever, you're going to walk out of the thing and you just suck garbage. But if you go in this and it doesn't lie to you, the trailers tell you what the movie is about. At no point is this movie lying to you about what it's going to be. No. With a couple beers? Not at all. Going there with a couple you beers. Fast and Furious. Don't go in there thinking it's going to be amazing. That's just. That's you, you, you. That's, you that lie to yourself. You lie to yourself. Yeah. Well, but overall, first of all, I like the way it kind of did stay away from Fast and Furious because there wasn't a there wasn't a lot about the cars. No, I mean you saw cars. Actually, the one thing I liked about it was oh. they never even brought up Toretto or any of them. Yeah, that was yeah. the best part. Like was it was like they never even existed. That's why I said the cool thing about this is you got to see them with no holes bars. There was no strings. There was nothing holding either one of them back. Like you see them at their full strength. Yeah, you get to see you get to see these characters fully fully on display. And there's definitely going to be a sequel. Uh, well, hopefully there's a sequel. Well, no, there's, there's going to be a sequel. There's going to be one. It makes so much money in China. Yeah, I was about to say, I, they're going to make that overseas money. And the fact that, it, to me, this story makes more sense than any of the Fast and Furious because these guys are, like I said, they're already top of their... They're, they're like world-renowned. No. Wayne yeah, like, Johnson, Hobbs, he's a feared man. Shaw, he's a feared man. They're feared. In, in all of the underworld... Overworld, in the world, outer world, universe, whatever. They are feared. People know who they are. The top and, of the top know who they are. And they're the two best just characters, not just because of their histories, but just in terms of characters and in terms of actors, these two are the really the only two you can spin off. Just because the rest of them are so connected to each other and by themselves are so thin that they wouldn't be able to work anyways. Yeah, no, so no, no. These no. two are the only two you can really spin off that way. And Pretty much. I, like I said, enjoyed this movie. I loved it for what it was. I'll watch it again. I'll buy it on Blu-ray and grab a couple beers with some friends and just watch some explosions and some, uh, ooh, from Roman over here. And, uh, <laughs> and enjoy it. Enjoy the. It's funny. It's legitimately funny. It has your action scenes. It has your, your fighting. It has everything you could want from a blockbuster that I really haven't seen this year. So for me, Hobbs and Shaw is it's a great time. I'll give it an eight point five. Considering the fact that I'm get, I'm rating it on a different scale because if I were to give it a real on a different scale, oh, so so I'm, I'm not gonna scale. lie. Uh, just off this different scale of just a good because it's a good fun movie. You just go in there, don't expect too much, and just an have action. fun with it. It's uh, an action movie. It is. It's There's some good to the T. No, you get your you get your fights, you get your explosions, you get your mm -hmm. stuff. But it's got the comedy, which I love. And if I had to rate it, I'll, I'll give it an eight. It's a good, fun movie. I don't go in there expecting the world. I just go in there and just have a good, fun time. I don't want to overanalyze it because that's then I'm just going to rip it to shreds. And there's no need for that. There's no there's need. No. Just go in there, have a good time, and laugh. Because, like I said, the chemistry between everyone is top-notch. Uh, I do like the fact that they do always show that Dwayne Johnson, he's just a likable person. And I'm like, he is super likable. I'm tr I try and I'm just like, he's, he's just the like man, he's in the movies and in real life and all of that. It just exudes like, man, it's just. The man oozes charm. The man oozes charm yeah, and charisma. He does. Like, and I, I would love to see how he got out of that whole thing when, uh, at the, uh, at, uh, uh, in, um, customs, how he got through customs. I would love to see how he did it, but I'm like, he did it in his own smiley fashion way, and and it's and it's and it's crazy because he is six foot four, like two hundred and sixty pounds of a taller. And um, he um, my favorite scene all the time is Ryan Reynolds stab somebody with a brick. We don't get to in see him stab, <laughs> but we see the guy on the floor with a, a brick through his chest, and he says it wasn't even that hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the end credit scenes. You got to say it. Stay to the end. There's three end credit scenes. So, so I'm going to give this movie, uh, shockingly, uh, outside of, you know, judging on that scale, I could give it an eight. Oh, just wow, for mindless. Wow. But if I want to go, like, I was going to be like a Thanks. real critic and, and, and look at this movie from all ends. We're not doing all that. The, I, not yeah, doing I, I know we're not we're doing not that doing because that. it would be a solid two and a half, three. Ooh, I don't, don't want to go that far. 
Oh, I'm going that far. Uh, like I, 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 I was very disappointed with the uh, two and a half, three. You're damn right. Nah. Like they were inconsistent with strengths. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad with inconsistent with strengths. Well, they were inconsistent with a lot of things, not just his strengths. So I know that. Right? I know that. We, but, we, but I was touching on the strengths. But overall, you know, just out there, you know, you know what you're getting in. You know what you get. You, you're getting all that. And, and I got all of it. I got the, oh, that, that, that definitely is never happening. Check. One How my, did that? Come on, check. One of my best laughs. Uh, check. Yeah, it's a, it's explosions. Check. Plenty of that. Check. A lot of death. Check. Funniness. Check. And even, even, and you even had almost, you know, the clipping of the, the, um, the random. Oh yeah, they're gonna get together. Check. Yeah. Look, in the summer of disappointing blockbusters, where. Godzilla was disappointing, and I knew that, that I thought were going to be this big action. I didn't. I enjoyed the first one a lot, and I thought this one would have been better. But either way, um, <laughs> Hobbs, and, Hobbs and Shaw for me was that blockbuster that I had been waiting for this summer. Like that movie that's just. It wasn't a blockbuster, technically. It, it is. It Seriously, is. Seriously, over Spider Man? Well, Spider Man is a different type of movie. Or is well, it was a blockbuster. Spider Man's a great blockbuster. Movie. I mean, it is even in game. In game summer. That was in summer. Oh, that but, did not come out in the summer. You're all one, right. This one, I didn't have to worry about Easter eggs. I didn't have to worry about oh, knowing this or that. Thinking. Exactly. It wasn't Marvel, which is even better for me. It's just it gave it me break. It gave me the fun. It gave me the laughs. It gave me the action without having no, to be and like. And Parabellum wasn't that in the summer? No. Yeah. No, that was mm-hmm. bank. That wasn't the summer. Oh, that wasn't the summer either. Like I said, blockbuster wise, I this one over Spider Man just on the fact that it's just so fun. It's just so and fun. it's more dope. I can turn myself off exactly. I can turn myself off and just watch it and just that's enjoy that, it. That, that's like the one thing that I always loved about John Wick. I don't have to take anything too, even though they do write it really well. It's just I don't have to take anything serious and I just go in there and just enjoy myself. Ah, it's so refreshing. Uh, one of the best scenes that I did like uh, in uh, Hobbs and Shaw, well, there were two of them. I like when Dwayne Johnson, when Idris Elba is sped away on his motorcycle, and he's like, wow, he is the black Superman. And <laughs> and another one when he was speaking to uh, Shaw, talking about when he said I, the last, when they were speaking, and Idris Elba, he said, yeah, the last time I saw you, I put a bullet in your head. And he's like, when are you going to tell me that we were, gonna, that we were uh, also fighting the Terminator? <laughs> <laughs> that it's was just, funny. Their banter is hilarious. Their banter is hilarious. The two of them, the two of them sell this, make this movie what it is. If it wasn't for them being that funny, which was surprisingly, surprising for this movie, when I went in there, I didn't expect it to be as funny as it is. Like, I thought it was just going to be mindless nothing. And it was funny, and their banter was good, legitimately good, which is, like I said, go watch this movie. Just go watch it and enjoy it. Have a couple brews, have a couple drinks, and enjoy this, because it's yeah. it's. That's a movie, just don't think too hard, just go in there, just have fun, have a good time, and just leave and just say, great. That was good. I had fun. I enjoyed that. All right, so we'll be coming to a close right now. We will be reviewing more movies. We got some movies coming out. We got It Chapter 2 coming out soon. Mm-hmm. What else? We had a couple of TV reviews coming out soon too. There's a couple of shows we've been meaning to get to. We're there trying to get a TV bit of a break and everything that we that we are gonna give give get to, so you guys can hear our reviews, our takes, and what we thought about them. Just mm-hmm. you know, good stuff. We and have thoughts. A few of them that I really want to talk about. Amazon's The Boys. I want to talk about that so bad. Chernobyl is still one I want to really talk Yo. about. Yeah, there's, there's a lot when of them. See us. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a ton of them. Boreo. We definitely do apologize for taking so long in between, but we are getting on a routine and keep y'all up to date, keep y'all informed with our opinions and how my opinion is the only one that matters and nobody cares about the other two. Jamar Alda, you know, they're all right. But, what up? So it's all about my opinion. What Anywho, up? please, if you guys listen to this and enjoy it, Please think about supporting. Go to Anchor. There's a supporting tiers. If you guys want to help out in any kind of way, we'd appreciate anything you guys can give us just to help us keep this podcast going and improving. Exactly. 
And as always, this is Twinions plus one. I'm the only twin that counts, though. But anyways. <laughs> I need self-absorbed. I just but anyways, yeah, uh, it's in his contract, guys. It's in his contract. It's in my contract. Anyways, <laughs> this is Twinians Plus One. We are signing out. Thank you for listening.